of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 629. Here already the, what is it, today's the 12th of May 2022. And we've got a couple quick things real quick. We're going to have an anniversary show. The legend is going to be 17 on Sunday, but we'll postpone the show till Monday at 1 o'clock Eastern. We are going to be doing a happy birthday party, just having some fun, maybe make a few announcements about the legend's future, those kind of things. We'll do that 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central, and you fill in the other times, and I'll be there along with a cast of thousands and a lot of my friends here who are here right now and yep. we're going to have a lot of fun on Monday. You may not hear a whole lot of music but you'll hear a whole lot of fun. So we'll do that. Alright Jeff, I'm going to let you set the plate and tell us what we're going to have on tonight and then I'll come back with a little bitty short segment with Bernie who messed up the script tonight. Oh. All right. <laughs> I got you. Very good. Thank you, Bill. Well, first of all, we'll say hello to everybody listening and of course everybody who will be downloading the show as a podcast. First of all, we'll start things off with the radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow it up with Jennifer's call and her in format changes. Next, we realize that Detroit, Michigan is a pretty important city for a radio station. That's the Goodwill radio station, and they they became 100 years old on uh, May 3rd. So we have a feature on WJR. This was taken from a television or sales presentation, but it was done in 1966. But I think it's pretty good because you get the feel of what the station was doing at that time. Next, we're going to say hello to Maddie in the morning and goodbye to Maddie in the morning on WXKS-FM in Boston, Massachusetts. The air check we have is Maddie in the morning from June 21st, 1984. And then we get to hear him retire as he said goodbye to his audience on May 3rd, 2022. Finally, we're going to travel to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love. And we're going to listen to radio station WOGL-FM, Big 1031, with a new 70s, 80s, and 90s format. And we'll see how well that does in the ratings in the next few months. Oh, well, well, we've got a very busy show. And, Bill, I'll turn it over to you. All right. Yes, we do. All right, Bernie, here is my comment to you. Do you like using your iPhone? Yes. Okay. Well, I found an app this week. You know, I'm always about apps. It especially gets me charged up when this app deals with radio. And so I happened to be listening to a podcast, and I heard about a new app called Cloud 
radio. That's C-L-O-U-D-R-A-D-I-O. Now, this app is designed for iOS, which means your iPhone, or the Android phone, which could mean many thousands of different types of phones. But anyway, so I, I just couldn't wait to go check it out. So this application has well they have 90,000 radio stations all across the universe so if you're (laughs) into a wide variety of music and it's fairly straightforward accessible except for a few buttons that aren't labeled but you can figure that out and, and do that yourself with the iPhone. Now, I will tell you about this app. This is the condensed version of it. The iPhone is a shell of what the Android is. Now, the reason the Android app caught my eye was not only did it have all these radio stations, but it breaks them down into categories, and you can go by state by state, and you can search and look for radio stations. But it also has the the ability to add favorites and record up to five to ten simultaneous broadcasts. So that that was an intriguing factor. So as I tell this story, I thought, well, I'm going to cruise through Indianapolis and the usual stations, but. I I clicked on a station, Bernie, I haven't listened to in probably a year or two. And it's called WYZR. And it's at 98.9. It's a low power station. However, in the past year or two, they've really spruced this station up. Um... They really, really sound good. I'm sure a lot of it is voice track now, but they have a morning person. They have an afternoon drive person. And they've settled on a format of a kind of a soft oldies type of format. And they really sound good. So now, that, is this the state of Martinsville or the station in Mooresville? I mean, Brownsburg? Or? Brownsburg. Brownsburg. Okay. Um, okay, I, I don't know why. I thought they were W. I don't know. Those call letters don't sound familiar to me. No, right. I, I know. I know what you mean. But that's what I read on there. They're at 98.9. Yeah. Recently, the reason I haven't been, I haven't listened to them is, well, they didn't come through that well anyway. But... Uh, they just put a signed on a station from Martinsville at 98.9, which really sounds awful. Well, this station and sounds it, it, good. It crushes, it crushes Brownsburg. Right, it crushes Brownsburg. You know. But yeah. you can look this up on the web and or on the Internet or tune in or this particular app that I've been talking about and cloud radio. But they they got rid of the morning guy. I don't know where he went. He had been there for years and years and years. But now this station sounds a gr- really great. I mean, 
I just listened to him this afternoon before, about an hour or two before the show. When I was going big time there at Walmart, and I picked up a pair of earbuds. They are called On Earbuds. I never heard of them. But they have 24 hours of battery life that, you know, these rechargeable buds. And I don't think they're going to ravel the, the, you know, your the Apple ones. And so I thought, wow. But they sound pretty good. They work. But this station is sounds exceedingly well. The stereo... It just goes to show what you can do with an internet radio station, which they've converted into a low power. If they do like the one in Bedford did, they'll move down to the public service band because there's some openings. And so we'll see what happens, but you may be able to get them again. But you're right about those guys. The question question I think a lot of people would have on the, the cloud radio app would be, um, wh- why is there such a difference between the Apple version and the Android version? I can answer that question, Perry, because Apple ha- has more restrictions and they're not as open. And so Apple has a lot of strict rules about what your apps can do and can't do. And that's why. Because in with the Android app, you can record all your your streams to an SD card or some other type of device where you can't do that with an iPhone. My suggestion is either A, buy a reasonably priced cheap Android tablet or or phone and bingo because you don't you know if you're just because you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to do that and you know it just Sounds good. It works, but that's the biggest reason as to why Jeff hit it what, right. What does, what does Android do for speech? How do they do speech? Because I've never used one. I haven't uh, either, Bernie. Okay, Android uses. Have you ever heard a computer that uses Jaws? Well, they use yeah. something that's you can use that, or you can use, uh, you know, like those Siri voices you're working with on your iPhone. So, you actually can da- can download a, a speech program for Android called Talkback. But you can, but you know what else you can do with Android? You can download an eloquence voice for, for Android, like the like the ones we have on Jaws. And you oh, were yeah. saying, Bill, on Tuesday when we very very briefly talked about this on Sports Lounge, that the the tablets that you can get for Android, some of them are are not terribly expensive. You can do per, you can get. Pretty reasonable. Yeah, 50, 60, 70 bucks or less. It has. I just, because I was at Walmart, I'm just using that for example. But you don't have to spend big bucks. If you want something just right. to learn the Android system, play around with it, whatever the case may be. Now, Jenny and I are using Google Pixels. Now, those are those are flagship phones, so I wouldn't put that in that category. But the the concept is still the same. You know, you can use it uses the the Google Voice, Jeff, where you can you know the Google Assistant, and you can say yep. play X X X X X, 
or you can swipe down, tap down, you know, just like we do on the iPhone. So So the technology is generally not totally the same, but pretty similar. Of course, it is. It's nothing to be afraid of or anything like that. It's not inferior. Um, If you were a heavy Braille user, then I would say don't really mess around with with Android, but if you're not hooking up Braille displays, but you know you just want a good sound for yourself, your headsets, your speaker, um, a lot of the hearing aids. Now, in fact, we got Jennifer's that works on the Android and iOS. So, I, you know, I'm not trying to sell one or the other because I have right. both. So it makes no difference to me. I have but if both. you like, the, but if you like this particular app and you want the unlocked features like the recording and things like that, you're gonna you're gonna have to get the Android right. Or that's yeah. what you unless, do. You, unless you can figure out a way to jailbreak the iPhone to get it right. But better. you don't have to jail. And the other thing I'll say real quick is, is you can copy your music to you know one of those cards or whatever the case may be, music books, whatever. So that's that's just one perspective. But the reason I tied that into our little segment, Bernie, was I wanted to tell you about the station at 98.9. Yeah, I, I heard them the very first day they came on. And uh, I didn't know they got rid of their morning guy. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, they've, they've you know, Bob Jenkins, who passed away in the last year, and he did a lot of work on that yeah, station. Yeah, he used to do a show on there on Sunday afternoons. A 50s show. Um, yeah. yeah. But voice tracking is saving these types of stations, I think. I think that guy was voice tracking today. But I, you know, just from the way it sounded. But I just noticed how the well, music. The first morning guy I heard on there, of course, the stations in Brownsburg, he was in Kokomo. So, yeah, he wasn't even in Brownsburg. I mean, do you remember what his name was? Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope, I sure don't. I, there's a guy from Kokomo who loves radio, who came down to visit me at the Legend. I forgot his but he knew everybody and everybody, and he's always putting these radio stations on, like, you know, the old WTPI or this radio, or, you know, WE, and he was always just doing something like that, Yeah. so. But anyway, we've talked long enough. It's time to get to Jeff and it's his... It's time to go. It's right. Yeah, it's time to shut up. And well, let me fix my computer first, Jeff, and then we'll do your you'll do your news here. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Major radio groups report their first quarter revenue results. Cumulus rejects a takeover bid by Jeff Warsaw. Salem Media finds a replacement for Larry Elder. And we'll let you know what's happening on the street. To say it was a busy week this week in the world of broadcasting would certainly be an understatement. This is the week that major radio groups report their first quarter revenue results, and we're going to run down the groups that have reported results up to this minute. Salem Media reported their first quarter revenue results, and they were up 5.5% to $62 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was $59.4 million. Their digital revenue also was pretty good. It rose 10% to $10.3 million. Another company reporting their first quarter revenue results was Town Square Media. Their revenue results 
results grew 13% to $101 million, and their digital revenue grew 29%, and their revenue is back to pre-pandemic levels. Another media company reporting its third quarter revenue results was Beasley Media, whose revenue was up 15.5% to $55.7 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was $48.2 million. However, the company did have an expansion of operating loss to $2.7 million. This was caused by the sale of radio station WWNN in West Palm Beach, Florida. Odyssey also reported its first quarter revenue results, and they were up 14% to $275 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was $240.8 million, and their digital revenue was up 16%. Operating expenses for the first quarter of this year was $8.5 million, compared to last year at this time with an operating loss of $8.2 million. Urban One also reported its first quarter revenue results, and they were up 23% to $112.3 million. Their broadcast and digital revenue rose 33% to $48 million. Saga Communications also reported its first quarter revenue results, and they were up 12% to $25 million. Local radio revenue rose to $12.4 million, making up 50% of the revenue for the company. Edrovision also reported its first quarter revenue results, and they were up 32% to $197.1 million. Last year at this time, their revenue was at $148.8 million. iHeartMedia also reported its first quarter revenue results, and they were up 90% to $843 million. In 2020, their revenue was at $706 million. It should be interesting to note that iHeartMedia, also in this earnings report call, reported that 10% of their revenue is gained through podcasting. The other big news this week is all about Cumulus. Mary Berner, CEO of Cumulus, has said that they are rejecting the takeover bid by Jeff Warsaw and Connoisseur Media, as well as other investors. Mary Berner, CEO of the company, says that the $15 to $17 share price that Jeff Warsaw wanted to pay for Cumulus is too low and undervalues the company. However, this doesn't mean that Cumulus isn't for sale. I suspect that if the price is right, Cumulus could be on the selling block once again, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Salem Media has also made changes to the radio landscape, adding Brandon Tatum to his conservative talk lineup. Brandon Tatum replaces Larry Elder, who left the company over a month ago. Brandon Tatum is a former Tucson, Arizona police officer and a conservative commentator. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. VirtualJock.com welcomes WLS-FM to its lineup. Virtual Jock is a service that provides voice-tracking talent to radio stations for all kinds of formats. The Virtual Jock is owned and operated by Key Networks. In other news, something is going on in Cleveland, Ohio, and it looks like Jeremiah Whitmer is going to return to the market. Jeremiah Whitmer is the former morning personality who worked at radio station WQAL-FM from 2016 to 2021. According to reliable sources, it looks like he's coming back to Cleveland Radio, working at radio station WAKS-FM, 96.5 KISS-FM, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. If you're into Formula One racing, you're in luck if you have Sirius Satellite Radio because Sirius XM Satellite Radio has renewed its contract with Formula One to cover all races. The contract runs until 2024. Congratulations go out to Chris Hoffman, who's the new vice president of adult contemporary programming for Cumulus Radio. Chris Hoffman is the midday personality working in Salt Lake City, Utah at radio station KBEE-FM. The sunning is still continuing on radio station KSDE-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 107.9 and they're licensed to Sacramento, California. iHeartMedia won the right to the radio station in an auction and they're going back on the air, but we don't know what the format's going to be. When they eventually decide on a new format, we'll let you know what it is and we'll provide you with an air check of this new format on a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Congratulations go out to radio station WRI 
WIFFM in Detroit, Michigan, owned and operated by Beasley Media, as they've been honored as the best local radio station by the Detroit Free Press. Say so long to an all-sports radio station in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, as radio station WDKEFM dropped its sports programming in favor of classic rock. Ed Christian, CEO of Soccer Communications, has come up with a novel idea for one of its radio stations during the overnight hours. From 11 p.m. till 5 a.m., radio station WOEZFM, serving Hilton Head, South Carolina, is dropping all music programming in the overnight hours, and the format will consist of sleep and nature sounds. And the radio station will have two commercial breaks per hour. Will this be a workable format? I really don't know, but it will be interesting to see what this format sounds like when it appears on the radio. Finally, you know you're getting old when you read this story. Apple has decided to get rid of its iTouch MP3 players. The players began in 2001 with a novel idea put together by Steve Jobs. However, it is now 2022, and the iPhone has replaced the MP3 player. The existing iTouch players are available for about $199, and I even saw an unopened iTouch player from 2001 on eBay, and the cost for that iTouch player was $23,000. Yipes! If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Gosh, let me dig out my iPod Touch or my iPod Player. Oh, wow. I was thinking maybe you would have dig out your, uh, your platinum credit card to put that kind of money on it, Bill. I mean, I don't <laughs> probably in the back of the closet with your baseball cards, uh, Bill. You yeah. Know, around in the collectibles there. I, w- I wanted to mention the death of Gino Capaletti. He was uh, uh, a Patriot, original uh, New Boston Patriot, and played for the Patriots for 11 years. But he also did color, mostly with Gil Santos, but he did color for the Patriots. Between 1972 and up through 2011, there was about a seven or eight year hiatus when he didn't do it because the rights had gone over WEI. But he was uh, for BZ and HGH and, and BCN and, and uh, Sports Hub. He did color with Gil, mostly with Gil Santos, did also BC football, did other sports casts around here. And uh, he was uh, big into the media, too. So, and it was a, from all you hear, it was a good guy. So he died at 89 years, years today. Did he do anything else besides football? But as I know, he played for the Patriots. But did he do anything yeah. else besides football as well? Uh, he did. Uh, Chris? Uh, you know, he would do sports casts. He would fill in for people for sports casts. You know, he also did uh, talk shows. You know, uh, he would uh, you know be a co-host or, or be part of a talk show. But you know, uh, that mostly it was the color that he did and, and did BC uh, football. As a matter of fact, the, the one of the most famous plays in BC history. He was on it with Dan Davis. When uh, there was a long pass by uh, Doug Flutie to Gerard Phelan to beat Miami, and yeah, he was he was in there in the background. You could hear him talking. So uh, he was a, a good color man and uh, just a very nice man, as I understand it. Wow, very good. Tom Brady, I understand, although he's unretired, uh, when he does finally retire, is going to be getting a job working, I guess, for Fox. Did you hear about yes, that one? He's, uh, yes, he is. He's going to be, and he's got a ten-year, three hundred seventy-five million dollar contract to do it. So he is. Uh, not going to be, uh, they won't be running benefits for Tom. Uh, uh, and, and you just said $375 million. Is that what you said? That's, that's what I $375 million. And, and be, be aware guys that that's not a full-time job. It, 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 no. it really, it's just a part-time position. Man, I wish I now could what find you a- do. You probably have availabilities where you're asked by Fox to maybe go golf in a tournament or go, you know, do some uh, appearances. But it's still, I mean, you're really working uh, four or five months a year, you know, from August to through January. 
That's well, he'll be uh, he'll be an analyst on one football games when Fox does football on television. Yeah. So that that's yeah. what that's so they're what going to have happen. a lame yeah, duck he analyst. Is their, he is their lead. Uh, you know, once he retires, he's their lead analyst on Sundays. Right. Like John Madden, shall you, shall you say, yep. if you want to think back. Oh, so, hardly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. Well, though, I think he's going to do a good job. He's very smooth with the media. He did uh, guest shots on EEI every uh, week on you know for like 20 years. Uh, he's been on with Jim Gray all the time. Does that Monday night uh, thing that, that they do, and you know he's he's not shy about microphones. And I think I think the question we had on Sports Sounds Live: Will he be willing to criticize players as he gets further along in in his career? He won't even know them that much, and you know. So I think he will. I think he's going to be honest about what he sees out there. If somebody's not doing a good job, or if they are, I think he'll do well. Well. Well, for that kind of money, he better do well. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I, I can say. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all that really. Anybody could offer me that kind of money, I would take it. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it. I guess I, I can't even conceive of that kind of money because I'm. I certainly I couldn't. Not Jeff, gonna, I couldn't even conceive of one million. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can. I can understand one million more than three hundred and some odd billion dollars. I mean, but uh, I'll never make one million dollars in my life. But uh, I'm glad. Well, all, all, all good things go to him. I. He certainly has earned it, he's, and he certainly has done very well as a quarterback, and he did, he's done very well for uh, wherever, wherever he's been. Even, you know, what can you say? It's just uh, just the that's just the way it is. So I know that we uh, we are you know short on time. We got to do a lot of things, but I, I wanted to mention because I mentioned it before the show that I'm in uh, South Carolina on vacation, and uh, people talk about how uh, since the Pacers are not on, that I don't have anything on Facebook. Right. So, last night, I did karaoke and posted it to Facebook. So, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's out there. Okay. I didn't see it, Bernie. I didn't say anything, but I did see it. That was pretty cool. I like that. You, um, you saw it? You said you posted it on Facebook, I was, right? I, I was looking for your reaction. You know, like I didn't. Uh, I don't normally. I don't or, do a lot of commenting on Facebook. I, I mean, I like things and stuff like that, but I don't do a lot of but, commenting. But Jeff, but, what, what did you? What did you think? Just. Big Cadillac by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah. Now, this isn't just any comment, Jeff. This is me putting it out there because the Pacers aren't playing. Trying. <laughs> trying. Well, I, I guess part of the problem was show that he has a life, Jeff. That's what the I, point I, is. I understand yeah. that. The if part of the problem with me is I probably this, I probably did this early in the morning, like I was half awake when oh, I was looking at the Facebook I'm feed. I, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Bernie. Believe me. I I'm just gonna <laughs> have to. I'll have to step up my bat, my step up my game here. I guess. Did you even know how to post on Facebook, Jeff? I do. Although I, I had a problem with my phone, and every time I would write the text, and it wasn't reading it to me, and I, I and I don't know what the problem was. I, I rebooted the phone. And I guess it fixed it. So I don't know what the problem was. But I do post occasionally. But I don't post a lot on Facebook. I really mainly. Uh, I wish people happy birthday when I find out it's their birthday, or I comment on, or, or I may like a comment, or I make a comment on something. Well, somewhere. you'll never see my birthday on there, so you know. Oh wow! Uh, I, I get that, Bertie. I understand. Yeah. Well, now that now that Jeff has crushed Bernie. Oh, I'm sorry, Bernie. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was nice. I mean, this is not cool. I guess we'll just have to go <laughs> on and let Jennifer pick it up the best she can and. Do those call letter and format she's gotta, changes. She's got to save the show. Right. He's about to. Jeff, just go drink a cup of coffee and enjoy Thank yourself. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> I certainly will. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of May 12th. K-O-H-O, FM 101.1, Leavenworth, Pennsylvania, changes format from adult contemporary to jazz. W-Q-L-A, AM 960, La Follette, Tennessee, changes slogan from classic hit country to 95.9 rocks. WKXZ FM 93.9 Norwich, New York changes slogan from KXZ 94 FM to star 93.9 WZOZ FM 103.1 Anianta, New York changes slogan from playing your favorites from the 70s and 80s to WZOZ 103.1 KCPX AM 1490 Spanish Valley, Utah, changes slogan from Canyon Crossing 105.9 FM 1490 AM to Moab Talk Radio. WEKR AM 1240 Fayetteville, Tennessee, changes slogan from 1240 Country to 98. Point five, the Elk. WYTM FM 105.5 Fayetteville, Tennessee changes slogan from the best country music to 105.5 WYTM country. KHVL AM 1490 Huntsville, Texas changes slogan from the hits 104.9 94.1 to the lake 94.1 and 104.9 WGRR FM 103.5 Hamilton, Ohio changes slogan from Cincinnati's greatest hits to 103.5 WGRR WTWZ AM 1120 Clinton, Mississippi changes format from bluegrass to adult standards. KWSX AM 1280 Stockton, California changes slogan from Power Talk AM 1360 to Fox Sports AM 1280. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a great week. Wow. Oh, well, yeah, from, I'm guessing that that first call letter was probably probably Leavenworth, Kansas. It wouldn't be Leavenworth, Pennsylvania, anyway, without a K, but um, that jazz format. I'm thinking that that's the most prominent Leavenworth I know of, so that's probably what that meant. And the other one going from bluegrass to, what was it? One of them went from bluegrass to classic rock or something. Yeah. There was some, and big changes in Fayetteville, Tennessee. They must have had a market <laughs> shakeup. But sometimes it just takes one owner to you know switch three stations or whatever. You know, just to that, that you can do everything up. And yeah. now, and now, if you notice the trend, and we've noticed it, where you get stations that are changing their format when they get a translator and then all of a sudden they become rock or classic rock or that's true yeah 
Did you want me to well, give you the, uh, the, the what you can do on AM? Did you want me to give you the Des Moines ratings, Perry? That's what. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let Let's start with the first one. Is is KDRB FM? They're owned and operated by iHeartMedia, and they're a variety hits format. Next is WHO, and that's also owned and operated by, uh, I believe, iHeartMedia. And, and then number KDRB is variety. WHO is, oh, is uh, news talk. News talk. And then third one is K KHKI FM and their country. And that's a wow. cumulus station. That's a cumulus station. I can I can go down. The next one is uh, KKDM FM. That's an iHeart station. That's and a the, kind of a rock station. And that's they see they say CHR, which is contemporary yep. radio. And then we'll do one more. KSTZ, high yep, AC. That, then that's uh, a Saga station. So there you go. There's Des Moines, Iowa for you guys. Oh, man. That's... <sighs> Glad we got that. One of the first and last times you'll hear Des Moines. No. no just we, we've done it before, but we don't... <laughs> we've no. done it. I, you know, I'm just, the only difference is... It, it could never Moines, be as exciting as Indianapolis. Uh, you know, no. Of course no. not. And, uh, the other thing about <laughs> Des Moines, New York Iowa, City. Is, is it is a diary market, and the, some diary markets get rated twice a year or quarterly. This is a monthly diary market. So uh, then the only difference is... is with the personal people meter ratings, there's an extra rating book for the holiday. There, there's only 12 diaries for Des Moines, Iowa. That's the, that's the only big difference. And we do have quite a number of all things radio listeners that I know of in Iowa. So that that no, we, the, we, I we was like not so bad, listeners. right? No, they they have some. I'll go through the Iowa list on the cloud radio, and we'll maybe get some obscure stations that you don't. <laughs> Maybe oh, I bet he you. knows about him. Oh, I bet he, he does too. Or but, between him and Walter, they know. Let's put Walter, it that yeah. way. Yeah. And so we had a lot of a lot of stuff going on, but Jennifer was reading a lot of call letter to. There was a lot of changes this week. So I guess well, Jeff, it's, it's, I think it's. I think it's really funny when a station will change from just like Cincinnati's greatest hits to oh, yeah. the call letters. Yeah, that doesn't tell you much. Yeah. Well, I I, maybe maybe it means a new programmer, and they got to say we did. I did something. I changed something because I'm not changing anything else. Put their stamp on it. The only other thing that I was talking to Doug about this, this DJ Doug about this, about that station in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, doing a doing that format of uh, doing that format of of of, uh, environmentally of sleep sounds and things of that nature. Well, you know, they they probably don't have any listeners anyway, so mm-hmm. they're not they're not really. Well, I hope the commercials aren't too raucous. You know, I could just picture you know you're all nice and nature sounds and everything, and then the ocean, and suddenly on comes the uh, flow. You know, a car dealership. You know, progressive or something. And or a car dealership yeah, commercial. Well, as I yeah. said before, it's an unusual. It's, it is unusual, but uh, we talked about it last week how we don't see new formats. Is this going to last? No, it no. doesn't really matter, yeah. but. Yeah, he and, no, and of course at all. he owns the radio. Hey, hey. He owns the radio company. He can do what he wants at his radio station. Hey, can so. you get that station where you are, uh, uh, Bernie Hilton Head? I I don't recall the uh, frequency, and I don't have yeah. it right in front of me either. It was in the news, uh, but I will. I will. I, it, there's definitely broadcasting on the internet, so I will check them occasionally to see what it sounds like, and we'll, we'll do a little background feature on, on my radio news. They'll probably well, black it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might all fall asleep by listening to it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think we can do it. I noticed you didn't 
say we'll have a, a air check of it on our next podcast. <laughs> no, I, I really didn't say that because I figured I could use it as background. And I could say something like, "This is what if you live in Hilton Head, South Carolina, this is what you hear yeah. in the background," and I could talk over it. And we'll we'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, the whole show. Yeah. Right. All right, Jeff. Is it time for WJR? I think it's time for WJR. And oh, I think good. You guys this will, will like this. Yeah. You guys might like this, Jeff. Do you want to? I guess we'll let your demo do the talking. How about yeah, I that? Th- I think that Lowell Thomas does a pretty good job at the beginning. Yeah, we'll All let right. it. I'm Lowell Thomas, and for a moment I want to do something that perhaps is a little different, and I hope you'll take that literally. All my life I have been interested in the unusual, the different, different places, unusual people, unusual objects. And what is wrong with that? After all, there can be only one Dalai Lama, one Lawrence of Arabia, one Count Lefner the Sea Devil in World War I, one Doolittle, one Lindbergh, unique, Ah, but that is what has made them newsworthy. And most of my life has been spent in search of the newsworthy all over the world. And in the past 20-odd years, I have seen many changes in the world of radio. As you undoubtedly know, there are now some 5,500 radio stations in the United States, AM and FM. And the chances are that you have heard the sales talks from literally hundreds of them. And you may have discovered that those sales talks are discouragingly similar. But there is one that is unlike any other station anywhere. I happen to know a little about radio stations, having been on the air for more than 35 years, and on this unique station for more than 20 years. And the name of that station, WJR Detroit. This is Detroit, 12th largest city in the world. Its river is part of the St. Lawrence Seaway. The river brings coal and iron ore to Detroit's mills and factories. And today those mills and factories are producing at an all-time high giving Detroit an unprecedented prosperity. Three miles from the river in downtown Detroit stands the Fisher Building, headquarters for WJR, the radio station that is one of a kind. Detroit's best-known entertainers to tell you about it, Mr. J.P. McCarthy. This is J.P. McCarthy. Have a nice evening. I'll see you tomorrow morning at the same time. Good night, everybody. I work here, here being the 21st floor of the Fisher Building and the location for the main studios of WJR in Detroit. You know, there are lots of interesting ways to look at Detroit. If you're interested in sales, for example, you can look at it as the nation's fifth richest market. Not a bad place to run a radio station, right? Now, not just an ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill radio station, mind you, but a radio station with a unique point of view in terms of programming. Now, what makes WJR unique? Lots of things, really. But most importantly, our unique method of programming. It's something for everyone every single day. Why don't we let some of our own people tell you their own story the way they do every day? For baseball fans, WJR has veteran sportscaster Ernie Harwell. What does it take to be a real good pinch hitter now? Well, it's got to be a fellow who doesn't strike out too much. He'll strike out once in a while, but it's got to be a fellow that can get a piece of the ball, and if he can be a fellow that can hit a long fly ball, that much the better. Keep the ball on the ground. He's getting the double plays. What's the toughest part of strategy in running the ball game? 
I think personally is handling your pitching staff and handling your personnel. Harwell's pregame interviews with important people in baseball, like Al Lopez, the former great manager of the Chicago White Sox, provide an interesting backdrop to the game itself. Ernie's play-by-play of all Tiger games is vivid and knowledgeable. The Tigers have managed only four hits off Johnny Bazaar. Norman Cash coming to bat now. Trailing one to nothing in the sixth inning with nobody on base and one man down for Detroit. Bazard about ready to go. Cash steps in. Here's the wind-up by Johnny. The pitch hits right in there for a strike called on Norman Cash. Now Cash steps out a moment. Back into the batter's box. Bazard looks in to get his sign. Here's the wind-up. The pitch. There's a long drive to deep right. It's out of here. A home run by Norman Cash. And the Tigers have tied the game at one-to-one here in the sixth inning. Storyteller Bud Guest, the secretary of the sunny side of the street club, and announcer Charlie Park. You remember the big problem? <laughs> the big problem, certainly. We have big problems every morning, Monday through Saturday. Well, the one that I was referring to was the one we mentioned just the other day about which way the water goes down the bathtub drain. Oh, that's colossal. That's north and south of the equator. Does she go down clockwise, north of the equator, or counterclockwise, or vice versa? At any rate, Ray Dio Dialer, who started the whole mess, is back in with us again. He says since we talked about it the other morning, he tried the bathroom tub 20 times. And then to make sure, he tried the kitchen sink 20 times. And this was during his noon hour. He writes to me, Dear Bud, I had no time to eat my lunch the other day, but I found out that the water did drain out in a counterclockwise fashion every time. Now then, we have also heard from Mrs. Edward Durkee, a good member of the Sunnyside Club of Long Standing, who lives in Elk Rapids, Michigan. She writes to us that when she reheard our report the other morning, she turned on the left-hand faucet in the washbowl, and the water ran out counterclockwise. But the water from the right-hand faucet ran out clockwise. So what do you make of that, she says. Frankly, I don't know what to make of it. Do you, Charlie? WJR has football, too, with the voice of sports director Bob Reynolds. Long as the flagger, wide to the right. Max McGee is in fairly tight. Back to the star to throw again. Gets good protection. Throws a wobbly one. Rats buzz him. Fanatics. 
football, pro and college, baseball, basketball, hockey, you name it. But there are also a lot of people here who like a very different kind of entertainment. And WJR supplies that too. Here is Carl Haas, the station's director of fine arts and a member of the president's cultural advisory commission. If any proof is needed that rhythm is the most important ingredient in music, then what you just heard was that proof. It was the beginning of the violin concerto by Cacciaturian, a composer who is particularly known for his predominance of rhythm. I'd like to illustrate on the piano that very element that you just heard in the violin concerto. There is rhythm above all, unless you count this a melody. be mighty monotonous to have this continue throughout the piece, the toccata for piano by Cacciaturian. But listen to it in its finished form. Listen to how Cacciaturian clothes this skeleton of rhythm with a melody which is derived from the very rhythm that he so eminently displays. appears as a recitalist and lecturer. Here he is during a benefit for the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Mary, the anatomy of a bestseller, what is it? This is the Focus Show. Every day, Lee Murray, our women's editor, and Jimmy Lance interview the famous and the merely interesting. On location or in the studio, they focus in on a variety of people. <laughs> she became angrier and angrier and smarter and set. I have heard that people who work in book departments are queer, and they also have their Indian asking crassies. <laughs> yes. Doctors, authors, artists, lawyers, even Indian chiefs. Lee and Jenny meet them all. Day after day, they talk to people in the news, from Haley Mills to Detroit's Mayor Kavanaugh. <laughs> you said human values, Mayor Kavanaugh. You have eight children and probably one of the busiest jobs in this country. How do you maintain a good family relationship? Well, it isn't an easy thing to do. Uh, I don't have any advice, I suppose, to give to anyone in the raising of eight uh, children because I think, um, you know, it's by accident that you almost get them raised uh, in the help of uh, God, really. Uh, I've learned to stay out of the way in the morning when those eight get up. Uh, but I think the big thing is to try and devote at least part of your, uh, of your week, uh, maybe one day a week, this is generally what I try to do, set aside for these young children and particularly in a job that, like this because of the publicity that's attached to it and so on, it makes it more difficult to maintain that close relationship and you have to work just a little harder at it. And um, so far, I think we're succeeding. I'm sure you are. We've... WJR is respected for the thoroughness, the completeness of its news reporting. Is that anything new on the defense bill? No. I've got a tape here from Jerry Ford, but I haven't been able yet to reach Senator Hart. I know the Senate's adjourned. Try Pat McNamara at his home. We've got to have something from both sides before 5 o'clock. Get both sides. That's the essence of WJR reporting. But its news philosophy goes much further than the political or the police piece. Brent 
how did the market act yesterday? Well, Dave, yesterday was a pretty good day in the market. Here's a WJR reporter digging for facts for the daily program Business Barometer. Over $2. Seven million shares with 49th volume. And things really looked nice about it was the broad participation by various industry groups. Complete news coverage also means keeping rural listeners informed daily. That's the job of Marshall Wells, WJR's flying farm editor, who uses his plane in order to interview farmers, county agents, and farm authorities all over Michigan, northern Ohio, and northern Indiana. Special news includes complete coverage of such important events as the Mackinac Yacht Race on Lake Huron. We're over the fleet right now, and we're going down to spot some of the early leaders. The yachts are pretty well spaced out, and it appears that Apache is in the lead. Halfway around the world from the yachtsman, here's another example of news in depth. Our news director, Frank Tomlinson, in Vietnam. Last year, I spent five weeks in Vietnam, much of it with Michigan's Governor George Romney. I reported back daily to WJR listeners the travels of the governor as he met with brass, talked to Michigan GIs, and charmed the children of Vietnam. And with CBS network veterans like Lowell Thomas and Walter Cronkite, WJR's news coverage is really complete. Or, as we like to say, one of a kind. Now, here's an example of WJR programming that's also pretty unique. Nikki Lane is back with us again today. Nikki hails from... Vocalist uh, Jack uh, Harris and guest, and along with Jimmy Clark and the boys. Unique, recording, but you know, a live orchestra isn't something you find around many stations these days. Good. Well, while you're here, Nikki, we'd like to have you do a little vocalizing with me. Do what? Why? Do you feel up to it? Sure do. Okay, let's be away. Here we go. Oh, oh what a sense. Come marching in. You'll find that kind of carrying on every day here on WJR, supplemented, of course, by the variety programs of Arthur Godfrey and Art Linkletter. Now, you've seen some of the people on WJR. What about some of the people who listen? Well, they're homeowners, mostly. I say Detroit's a city of homeowners. Seventy percent of the people in the metropolitan area own their own homes. That's a record among major U.S. cities. And Detroiters have money to spend. The metro area has 15% more disposable income than the national average. And when they're not at home, they're on wheels. As you know, four out of five cars have a radio. And WJR penetrates deeply into that in-car audience. Actually, Michigan has more freeways than New York or California. Very few commuter trains or buses. Most everyone drives to work. And it's the same throughout WJR's primary daytime coverage area. 112 counties in Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, plus 24 counties in southern Ontario. However, penetration is what counts, and the last Nielsen coverage study shows these counties as having 50% or more homes tuned in to WJR, but it doesn't stop there. WJR penetrates 35 to 49% of homes in these counties, and 20 to 34% in these and these figures were established before CBS programming and full baseball coverage substantially increased WJR's penetration. Although no research is available, WJR reaches loud and clear in these southern Ontario counties where one-fourth of all Canadians live. Over 20 million persons live in this overall area. No two are quite alike in their listening tastes. Yet WJR manages to keep most of them happy. It recognizes that its listeners are individuals. 
such as tourists. Tourism has grown to a billion-dollar industry in Michigan, especially since it's become famous as the water winter wonderland. People come from all over to vacation here. And the first station they're likely to pick up because of the strength of its 50,000-watt clear channel signal is WJR. And once they start listening, they stick with us. Now, what about the typical WJR audience? The kind of individuals they are and what they do for a living. Well, we found there are all sorts of people in all sorts of different situations. Banks in Chicago today announced they're increasing their prime rates of interest on commercial loans. Was burning with ambition to become the next Julie Harris. I think a technique can be learned. I think you can be taught to speak correctly, to move correctly. The good and choice steers, 24 and 3 quarters up to 25 and 3 quarters. On the Chicago Grain Future Trade, as of the noon hour, wheat is 1 quarter lower, 1 eighth higher. Corn 1-8, there's news about an important White House visitor, about new developments in the Kremlin, and a major announcement from City Hall. Palace, the Count de Luna enters. He has come hoping to see the lovely Leonora. But he has barely approached the entrance of the palace when the sound of a lute, and then the voice of the mysterious troubadour is heard serenading Leonora. The Count hides and listens. Leonora comes out. Here's a set by Mickey. He delivers. It's a line drive to center field. Stanley comes over. He'll make the catch. Here's a tag by Weiss at third. And in focus tomorrow, screen star Charlton Heston in a slightly rusting suit of armor. And we'll take a nostalgic bar out to the right. Cogdill to the left. Plum calling the signal. Grabs the ball. Drops straight back. Pretty good protection this time. Fires it in the end zone. And then they get for Flavor. Oh, I'd love to hear from Jimmy and the yes, boys. Sir. And they have a little toe tapper. This thing moves along about, uh, oh, what, uh, 65 and 45 miles on. I bet like you that. I'll have trouble keeping my feet still. <laughs> Whether it's another opinion about which direction water swirls down a drain or on any subject, write to me, but guest, the Sunnyside Secretary, and I'll see that it's brought to the attention of our membership. No matter the age, or the income, or the taste, WJR has something for everyone. That means the cumulative one-week audience is in the millions. And that's the reason that local advertisers get results. The reason the national advertiser, who wants deep daytime penetration of 112 counties, gets results. Every bit of responsible research confirms that WJR is not only the best radio station, but the best single medium to sell this big, prosperous market. A unique operation? You bet it is. Of course it is. In fact, I say that WJR, with something for everyone, is certainly one of a kind. Wow. Wow. A little visual, but I tried to get out the visual elements and tried to compress <clears throat> it a little bit, so hopefully you... No, it, it was fine. And, I uh, that was that they were CBS, you know. For, yeah, they were. They were. They were. Since the 70s, I think. Yeah, they were this. Yeah, they were CBS for a long time. Well, Lowell Thomas yeah, had switched over to CBS. I mean, in the mid '40s, I think after World War II, and that was '66. So yeah, so they were CBS right along, and they, you know, but like I say, they'd do an hour of this, an hour of that. They didn't have a format. It was, I mean, it was not. It was middle of the road music, of course, when they played records, and then they had still had that band. That's that's amazing for 19. As a matter of fact, this Jack Harris, I, I guess his name was. I got to hear him. Um, on a recording, I think he could imitate Bing Crosby. You wouldn't know the difference. That's how. That's with kind of entertaining. With Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? Oh, the, oh, the, now unmute. oh, thank you. Congratulations. That's a great, interesting 
air check of WJR. Yeah, they were CBS. Now, uh, the interesting thing when I when I lived in Minneapolis, I'm trying to remember what year that was, but I used to pick up the audio for the ABC Television Nightline an hour before the ABC affiliate of Minneapolis. <laughs> so no, did you oh, like, that's right because oh, the, they were on Eastern. They're on Eastern right. Time, and you were Central, right? Yeah. Did you right. like Did you like Carl, uh, the guy Carl Haas, the guy that did Adventures in Music? Uh, did you like that particular piece, Joe? Because I know. Oh yes, def- definitely, hands down, yes, for sure. I know that he was also syndicating a show. Uh, it was available on WQXR in New York as well, as well as uh, classical music stations all over the country. So I just yeah, thought a maybe lot of you, you, might, you might have been interested in that. And he um, passed away a few years ago, but he was continuing to work up until. Uh, up until the end, pretty much. So, thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. They they had a comprehensive every night at six fifteen. They had a comprehensive sports report, a fifteen minute sports report. You can't get that, you know. And they covered every sport and uh, went through all the scores and talked about the, you know, what was coming up that night and whatever. It was it was a good, uh, really good show. And they, they tune in. <clears throat> Bob Reynolds, the guy you heard doing the football, did it. And then Paul Paul Carey took it over, who later was working with Ernie Harwell for many years with the Tigers. So Let's not also forget show. about this show, Night Flight, which was on uh, at 11 o'clock at night. And That's I believe right. they had the... Uh, that was a pretty interesting show as well. Charles in Baltimore, can you unmute yourself, please? <clears throat> Let's star six to unmute yourself, please. Yes, can you hear me okay? Yes, we yes. can hear you. Go ahead. Well, that was so cool. Um, I just hope that in 2025, when WBAL celebrates their 100th anniversary... You'll find stuff equally as interesting, um, but it's but the WJR they didn't play any um, rock and roll or anything, did he? Since they had an hour of this and an hour of that, did they? No, no, they were. Now I'm sure later when they got into the seventies, they probably did adult contemporary, you know, with their in their shows, and uh, you know because that became what what the middle of the road stations did, you know, but. Back then, no, it was all, uh, you know, all middle of the road and music and then like J.P. McCarthy in the morning and stuff like that. But then they would have a couple hours, you know, one or two hours, you know, that focus show. And there was a show on at night called Kaleidoscope where they would do different features. They didn't mention that one, but they they would do different features about things. And sometimes they were interesting. Sometimes they weren't. But if I was not doing anything, I'd dial by just to see what they were talking about. And they also had another classical music show hosted by a guy named Oscar Furnett. If I remember correctly, as well. So they they certainly did have a variety of of of, of, of things on the air because uh, like WOR AM in New York, they they didn't yeah. have a format that was well. We're going to play music except in the morning and and maybe music during Radio New York in, in the afternoon. Everything was an hour or a, a forty five minute talk show. That's you know that's you know that's what they that's what they did when I when I when I listened to them. Yep. So that's all I can say. Okay, Bill. I, I think Dave is probably well, wanting to talk. All. Yeah, I think he's probably ready to raise his hand. So, I think he was in once before. Dave, well, do Dave, you, if you like to unmute yourself, did you want to have something to say? Maybe oh, not. I guess. Maybe not. Okay. Who was the host of that night? Flight show. I'm trying to remember something. Uh, Roberts, right? Jay Roberts. Jay Roberts. Yep. Yep. Jay, Jay Roberts. Jay Roberts. Yep. All right. And that had nothing to do with Music Till Dawn. That was its own kind of like Music Till Dawn, though. It had that kind of a feel, very soft music. And, you know, it was, it was a good show for folks. 
And yeah. the difference is that Music Till Dawn was was sponsored by Pan Am Air, International Airlines. So uh, American Airlines. American Airlines. American. I'm sorry, American Airlines. Yeah. So yeah, American Airlines sponsored it, and I think they were only in cities that Hello? American Airlines went to. I That's correct. And yep. the the host in New York was a guy named Bob Hall. And okay, it, am I there? Oh yeah, there you go. Go. There you go. go ahead. Yeah, oh, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, okay, real quick. I just I, I couldn't find the meat button. I'm using my computer. I just wanted to say that um, you that hill that uh, uh, hillbilly music that that uh, uh, jug band music. Anyway, it changed to classic oldie uh, adult standards. We don't oh, have yeah. stations that. That do adult standards very often anymore. No, nope. you're exactly right. I heard so many formats, yeah. Dave. You're exactly right, but that was a quite an extreme change from bluegrass to adult well, standards. Bluegrass and adult standards, actually, if you really <laughs> consider it, it's not a huge shift because it's a well, it's a shift from one. Uh, old timey version to another, so right. it's really that's not true. well. Good. Now that's true Which too. Yeah, well, I just thought I'd let okay, let Dave. Go. Okay, thanks, well, thanks, thanks Dave. Thank you, sir. Bye. All right, that's great. Great point that Dave made. I was the one that mm-hmm. screwed that up, but still, it that is still to me it's an extreme. All right, Jeff, you've been waiting for this segment so much, much excitement. <laughs> Well, I, I, the only thing I will say is that uh, after after we hear the segment, we can make a little bit of a comment. Because I had some things to say that were written by some of the radio columnists, and I, I told Chris that I, I I talked to him about it as well. So yeah, we're going to sure. hear Maddie in the morning as uh, he do, did a show in June of 1984, June 21st, and they will then we'll hear his goodbye speech, and I have some comments about it as, as well. So let's uh, see what it sounds like. This week in my classic air check segment, we're paying tribute to a radio announcer who has been in the radio field for more than 41 years. 41 of those years, however, were spent at radio station WXKS-FM in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm talking about Matty Siegel, who on May 3rd announced his retirement from the radio station after 41 years. We'll start things off by playing an air check of Matt Siegel on radio station WXKS-FM from June 21st, 1984. Next, you'll get to hear how Matt Siegel announced his retirement to his fans on May 3rd, 2022. Jackson and Michael Jackson is like freak. He's so freak because he, he can't come to, to Boston, you know. I got nowhere else to go. I mean, that was was that Michael? Sounded like him. It's uh, a quarter to eight at Kiss 108 FM. Good morning, everybody. Lisa, mm-hmm. what a predicament. It's terrible. It really is. It's what a revolting development this is, as we used to say in the old country. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa's looking around. Lisa's looking around. Where the is that? Matt didn't write anything down for me to say. I, I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. right. There I was, another night, Roman Fanel Hall. Oh, yeah, I'd seen it all before. Got a closet full of T-shirts to show for it. So what else is new? The moral of the story? You can't teach a new dog. Old tricks. John Morrell German brand wieners. The taste that's winning over America. A family at a time. Yes, uh, uh, <laughs> John Morrell. I'm it. sorry. No, I won't say it. I will not say it. It's bad enough I have one. John Morrell German brand wieners are available at all star markets. And don't forget, pick up hot dog rolls, pickles, relish <laughs> chips, and soft drinks for your family cookout. At Star, 
here in the market for the best cookout ever. Hey, Richard? Maddie, we got an update for you right now for the roadway on the oh expressway boy. situation. This Metro Traffic and Toll Report being brought to you by Stop and Shop. Hey, Tobin of the Tolls, deck to assembly. Rich Kirkland, Metro Traffic Control. Celebrate Dairy Month with a cheese party. Check out the June issue of Stop and Shop Consumerism for helpful how-tos. We're having a cheese party. Matt in the morning, Kiss 108 FM at 7.48 now. 12 before 8, a beautiful, lovely day indeed, 67 degrees. It's going to be cool and sunny and wonderful today, the first day of summer. Coming up next, the impossible question. Your shot at tickets to a Red Sox game in the luxury box with Lisa and me. Should be good. You should have been gone! in the morning. Kiss 108 FM. Steve Perry, 9 before 8. Good morning. Well, today is the first day of summer, and what's yeah. the first thing you think of when you think of summertime? Tan lines. All right. What's the second thing you think of when you think of summertime? Strawberry daiquiris. All right. What's the third thing? See, baseball. 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 That's exactly right, Lise. And, of course, baseball is the first thing you think of, and Lise mm -hmm. and I have a whole box. It's fantastic. It's one of those luxury boxes. It's fur line. They, they free food. It's just Fantastic. Richard M. Ballsbury's private box on the top of Fenway Park, and we have it for a night, and we're going to take all our friends. So if Is you're, that night? Well, it's a night game, yeah. This could be great. They have the lights. It's terrific. So, Diane, it's at night? It's at night. It's, night. it's a night I game. Can't go to a nightclub yes, that you, night? Yes, you oh. can go to a nightclub that night, but that's okay because Richard Kiley plays on taking out to the ball game, and you can break dance on second base okay. to that during the seventh inning stretch. And now, Matt Siegel's Impossible and Question. Now, oh, Christ. Will the games be played? I am Buddy Hall, and I have $500. Nothing more, my lady. That's a big question. All right, now what we want to do today is what we wanted to do today is play a little piece of a Michael Jackson song for you to guess what it is because of course the Jacksons are in the news today because they're not going to Foxborough and all like that. The only problem is we wanted to play for it at the wrong speed to make it harder. Mm -hmm. But Michael Jackson at the wrong speed sounds exactly the same mm -hmm. as Michael Jackson on the correct. So we're only going to give you a little sim. Now listen carefully. Are you listening? All right, now this is a this is Michael Jackson. Now listen to this because we're only going to play a tea bit so listen carefully what's right, cutting ready? the third cut that one third cut third yeah. cut ready all right oh, good luck nine three one fifteen fifteen new england's trusted the midas touch for more than 28 years now and with good reason One and only sound of Sony. Available to you at Do It Electronics. You no, it's it. you do it. I said it. It's I, you do it. I did it last time. I said it wrong. Transformer breath. You, you do, do it. it. You do it. Electronics, 40 Franklin Street, Needham. I just said that the other night. No, honey, you do it. Okay, ready? Ready? Let's go to the phone mm -hmm. to see if we get a winner to our very tough impossible question, hence the name Impossible. Hi, Kiss. Hi, Billy Jean. No. Hi, Kiss. Yeah, it's uh, beat it. No. Hi, Kiss. Yeah, was that Ben? You're right. You're a genius. How did you get that one second of the song at the wrong speed and you got it? Uh, just a guess. You're a genius. What's your name? Lorraine Ozzy. Lorraine. Where Maria. you from? Maria. That's what I said. Where are you from, on? 
Medford. Maria from Medford. What was that song again? Ben. Ben. The song about a rat. This is a song about the uh, head selectman down at Foxborough. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. song Michael Jackson song about little Ben from that movie the, the pet rat what the hell is that that's not, that's not a rat it's all we had oh for goodness we gotta to do something about our sound effects library so we didn't have any rat effects okay now yes if you're just getting up Michael Jackson his rats and his orchestra will not be coming to Foxborough. Bill Rossi has all the details on that yeah. coming up in 60 seconds. Tell is the grand opening celebration of the Heartland in Watertown. Join me, Matt Siegel, and your 7-Up Bottlers this Saturday, June 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Win free 7-Up prizes and T-shirts and all kinds of good stuff. I'll be there, and I want to see you there at the Heartland of Watertown, located on Route 16 in Watertown. Now, that's Saturday morning. Tomorrow, wait a minute, what's today? Thursday, Bill? Yes, it is. Saturday, Saturday morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be at the new... Uh-oh. <laughs> the new... Called? Uh, Heartland. Yes. My mind yes. went blank there. Are you the bag boy again? <laughs> I'm going to be working. I'll be the guy with the bag over my head behind register number four at the new Heartland. And it's a part of the big 7-Up uh, thing that they're having over there. And please come on down. We'll have all, all the pictures, photos, yeah, yeah. photos. Yes, Lisa Lips, upside down, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Listen. Hey, Bill? Yeah, Matt? What the heck happened? Michael's not coming, I just heard. <laughs> you just heard? Yeah, no, he's Michael, not coming. The uh, three-member board of selectmen up in Foxborough said no way. Dear. Dear Michael, stay in Hollywood so long. Hi, it's 802. I just want to say whenever I'm in Boston, I listen to my favorite news guy, Bill Rossi. Oh, thank you, Webster Bill. likes him. <laughs> 67 cute. degrees at the moment. He's got a big belly, but he's like Santa Claus. We expect sunny eyes. Comfortable eyes. 70 to 80 this afternoon, all right? You can now, from love. KISS 108, WXKSFM, Medford, Boston. Now, Greater Boston's weather, you're going to love it. The first day of summer, longest day of the year. Sunny, comfortable today. Highs in the low 70s on the shore near 80 inland. In the 50s tonight, nice and clear. Tomorrow, another beautiful day. Sunny, comfortable. Right now, at our KISS studio, 68 degrees. I'm Bill Rossi, returning you now to Matt Siegel and the Michael Jackson group cry on KISS 108 FM. I, can, I know a hit song when I hear it. Do you know that that was the, that is the fastest selling record in the history of Warner Brothers Records, right. which is a pretty large record company. Well, the movie's least. supposed to come out this week or next week, Purple Rain. 400,000 copies, at least, they sold the first mm -hmm. week mm -hmm. when Doves Cry. Fantastic. 
When is the album coming? Is the album... The album's supposed to be out this week in the movie, too. Well, the album's supposed to be out, too. Pipe Rain, it's called. Pipe. Before that, we heard the Michael Rapp from Flash Mosley, who's just so talented, did that for us. 13 minutes after 8 o'clock, Kiss 108 FM, and everybody's talking about the Jacksons and how they're not coming to Foxborough, and mm. that's a shocker. Hi, radio buddies. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> I know. I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're acting like everything's normal. Everything isn't normal, Maddie. One thing we're proud of you as your listeners, that you're always honest with us. Sometimes you say, well, two honest things and get yourself in trouble. I know. And I have been honest for the 41 years I've been with you. And so that will continue now. Uh, this past year uh, has been a little rough for me. I had brain surgery. I had a broken foot. Um, I started getting a little grumpy on the radio, which I hate because all I want to do is make people laugh. That's my job, just to make people laugh. And I got off target, I guess you would say. I'm a lucky guy for a million reasons, but five of them are a great wife and four great kids. And my great wife and my great kids uh, talked with me over the last several weeks and helped me come to a decision. And the decision is this. As of now, I am retired. I'm leaving Kiss 108 and starting my new life as a mediocre golfer. Okay, that's being kind. Let me rephrase. I'm starting my new retired life as a lousy golfer. But uh, we decided it was time. Um, I started at KISS 41 years ago, and it wasn't my first radio job. So, you know, add it up. I, you know, I turned 72 years old this year. I mean, it's time. It's time. A couple things I want to say. Most importantly, that it's been such a glorious run i'm so appreciative i can't tell you it, when i think back to when i started in radio making two dollars an hour i never thought i would mount to this uh i never thought i would win two marconi awards which are given out to the top radio announcer in the country and won it twice i'm so proud of that i'm so proud of i put the laughs away on 9-11 and did uh, a serious show where i stayed on for eight straight hours to try to um be there for you guys um when covid hit and it was um awful uh and it was very stressful and i was stuck in the house and all that stuff i i just tried every day so hard to be light and fun because i thought that's what you guys my listeners needed at the time and i'm i'm proud that i did that i'm proud that um i was asked to host the boston strong uh, show uh, after the marathon bombing i was very very flattered to be asked to speak on the part of the city uh that was a wonderful experience i um you know, I interviewed everybody from Tom Cruise to Oprah to Tom Hanks. I, I talked to Hillary Clinton on Election Day. It didn't turn out so well, but we, you know, joked, and it was such a thrill. Um, you know, that that meant a lot. But most of it was the silly stuff, you know, at the Kiss concert in a Spider-Man outfit being lowered from the ceiling and all these silly things that I did over the years with my team just to make people laugh. That's all. That was my job, and I feel as though with a couple of blips here and there that's what I did. Um, I just, I, I don't know, man. I I, I, I think I, it's very possible that I could cry right now. And I, I don't know, it doesn't feel very manly to cry over a radio show. But um, 
Yeah, it's been a wonderful run. I'm so appreciative. Uh, let me just list some of the things I am appreciative of. First of all, my team, superb radio talent. Billy Costa, Lisa Donovan, Justin, Winnie, Dom, all of them. I want to thank uh, all of the people who preceded them over the last 40 years who were on the show with me. Um, kind of too few to too many rather to mention but yeah i want to thank all of them i I want to thank the many behind the scenes workers at kiss too that you guys don't see the program department that picked out the music that we play you clearly i don't know anything about the music so they were wonderful um the sales team who you know we don't function without a sales department they were great the promotions department the marketing department they were so kind to me uh on my 40th anniversary they put up all these billboards and stuff and I'll never forget them for that. That was wonderful. Also, the management of uh, iHeartMedia. They were very generous to me, paid me, you know, probably way more than I deserved. Uh, So they're wonderful. And, um, well, here we go. Last but not least, my radio pals, you guys. Impossible. Not in a million years would I ever ever thought I would have the following that I have with my silly jokes and my silly interviews. Um, I love you guys. I, I, I can't... I don't know. Here, I don't know. I, uh, I, I just can't thank you enough. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I deserve it. I don't. I don't. I did the best I could, but I don't, still don't appreciate... I, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate what you guys have done, how you've been there and things you've written online and things that, you know, you said to me in public when I would be in a restaurant or whatever and you'd come up to me and I just, I, I'm, I don't, I don't even feel like I deserved it, not that much, that it was just over the top. I love you guys more than words can express, I'll miss you terribly, uh, this is really bittersweet, um, I agree with my family that it is time to walk away. Um, but I'm sad. I'll miss you all so terribly. Oh, and one more thing. If you want to see me, come visit me in Florida. I love you guys. Well, there you go. Matt Siegel is heard on radio station WXKSFM from June 21st, 1984. And we heard his retirement speech as it aired on May 3rd, 2022. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Very sad, I think. Um, The big thing that was published by some of the radio journalists is that he did a pre-recorded speech. He was not able to do the show live where people could call him on the air. And I suspect that iHeart didn't want that kind of publicity. He had had a run-in with them over uh, uh, a transgendered individual. And, and let's face it, he if you listen to his voice today as it was, as it is, and what it was back in 1984, I think maybe maybe it was time for him to move on. And that yeah, just, he sounded that, a lot that's older. That's just how, yeah. I, how I felt. But I, and a lot of times... Well, brain... Go ahead, Bernie. Go ahead. You got you got to admit, I mean, when you're 72 and you're doing Top 40 radio, that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty tough. I mean, yeah. I remember, you know, when, when I retired, it was it was like really sad. It was a very difficult show, and uh, the thing is, it it was one of those things that I thought about for a long time before I did it. So, yeah, it's it's a hard thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. even in the private sector or the government sector where I work, Bernie, 
after 30 years, I saw the writing on the wall. I saw that things were changing. I had a boss who didn't like people who couldn't see. I'm not going to go into it all, but I just knew that it was wow. time. It was, I could I could have worked and I could have continued working for as long as I wanted to, but I had sure. 30 years in. They offered me a buyout, and I said, you know, it really is time. And maybe in, at this point, maybe it really was time. I actually got to speak to Maddie Siegel um, back in like 1982 when there was a band opening, and I and he was actually very very nice talking to him, but. It is sad to see that, you know, it was time. And there are people who you've, you've heard on the radio, Bernie, that stay on that, that probably should should have gone off the air long ago. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the guy yeah. in Washington. Um, oh, what the heck is his name? Don Geronimo. Don Geronimo. I, I heard him and I was going to feature him for all things right, but he just sounds, I don't know the best word to say it, but let's just, I'll be kind. How about just, terrible. Ter- well, you said it. I did. <laughs> but, but, but he doesn't sound. He doesn't sound um, like Don Geronimo. Like well, Don it's Geronimo. like a ball player. You know, one of the things that people remember, and we just had Willie Mays' 91st birthday the other day, but one of the things that people remember, and you'll remember this, Jeff, even though you're not a sports fan because it was all over the place in 73, he was traded from the Giants to the Mets for the last couple of years of his career, and he was out there falling down trying to make plays in the World Series. I mean, he was too old to be doing it, you know, and, and there comes a time. When you have to, you realize that you're losing a little off your fastball. The luckiest thing that happened for me is I'm getting to work at home. I'm still doing the 40 hours, but I'm doing it at home so I can pop on the air on Monday at 1 o'clock and and do all that kind of stuff. You know, if I had to do the commute every day, and not that the commute was terrible, but just I don't don't know if I'd still be doing all that because it's just, you know, as you get older, that's where what really makes you tired is the commuting. This is also true. I wanted to say something quickly before we go, and I will probably, I'm going to try to make a pre-recorded comment for Monday. But let's, I really think because next week it will be past the anniversary, let's give some kudos to Bill Sparks, you know. When he put this radio station on 17 years ago, I'm sure there were people who were naysayers who have said to him, oh, it'll never work. What are you, crazy? Why are you doing this? And he has taken time, more than time, he has made this radio station a love, a passion for people who are visually impaired and, oh, yeah. and anyone else to listen to. And because I, because I don't know if I'll be around on Monday, but I just wanted to say, Bill, because I work with you all on all things radio, and I always say... Uh, for all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett, but I'm going to say it this way. And now, for LegendOldies.com, here's Bill Sparks. Thank you very much, Jeff. I don't know what to say after that. but You still wonder sometimes why you're doing it, right, Bill? I, mean, I still wonder. Hey, there have been times when I said, I'm out of here. But I think <laughs> yeah. about it the next day and say, uh, what else would I do? So we've done it. And uh, we're still doing it. That's right. And uh, so now, Jeff, I guess we'll do and thank everybody for coming. This was, what, 629? Next week will be 630. We keep mounting them up. And and, uh, 630 at 630. Yeah, uh, too bad oh, we yeah, didn't do this. Right. That's right. Once yeah. in a lifetime. Be there or be square. Absolutely. Yeah, I said too bad we didn't do that on June 30th, see? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. so, but we still have a lot of fun. And the friends we've made kind of like him. And when it's time to go, you guys tell me it's time to go. So, anyway, here we go. And have a good one. 
This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we're going to hear the new sound of radio station WOGLFM. The station has dropped its oldies image and is now known as Big 98.1, playing music of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WOGLFM from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Broadcasting live from the Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studios, WOGL, FM, and HD1, Philadelphia. Yo, it's Big 98.1! In Odyssey Station. Like the music. Big, big 981 is once again teaming up with American Heritage Credit Union for our 18th annual car show. Join the entire Big 981 community on the grounds of American Heritage Credit Union's headquarters on Red Lion Road in Northeast Philadelphia on Saturday, May 14th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay, let's ride. Yo, I'm Coop. I'll be broadcasting live as you enjoy hundreds of classic muscle and modern show cars. Nobody can start this car but me. Plus, visit over 40 vendors at the craft show, get a bite to eat, and enjoy fun for the kids in the family fun zone. 
Pre-register your car now at ahcu.co slash carshow. You'll have the chance to win one of 100 trophies and all proceeds to support music therapy at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. The 18th Annual American Heritage Credit Union and Big 98.1 Car Show is coming on May 14th. Get more info and pre-register now at ahcu.co slash carshow. Broadcasting live from the Volgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studios. WOGL, FM, and HD1, Philadelphia. Yo, it's the Big 981. In Odyssey Station with your 70s, yeah. 80s, Woo. and 90s. Come on, Philly. This is Philly's Big, Big. Big 98.1 This is Big WOGLFM from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, playing music of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Stations that play oldies of the 50s and 60s are rare and hard to find these days. Certainly, you can find them on the internet, and you can find them on Sirius Satellite Radio. But most of all, you can find them on the station you're listening to right now, legendoldies.com. If you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.